see if you could perform. If you could perform, we'll, we'll see what we could do with you. Ooh. I went there. We had to do a gangbang scene. <laughs> I knocked the gangbang scene out because that was my tryouts. If you can't, oh, if you okay. can't, if you can't perform and knock it out during the gangbang, then you don't get the privilege of moving up in your career where you can work with oh. girls one on one. Because okay. no one will believe that you can perform enough to even give you a girl. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, yeah. if you can't perform with multiple dudes in the room and bust her ass, we get, we don't know if we could put our money into getting you no girls to work with. Oh. That's how that industry works. Okay. Ah, fuck it! Let's dive in, I guess, first into... You've got a lot going on as far as, you know, what I want to pick your brain mm -hmm. as far as what you do on the mic and off okay. which you know as you explained to me off camera you've been doing the rapping thing for a while decades as yeah. you told me yeah which led you into another career entirely different which is now popularized mostly by females you can't blame them but you know <laughs> you're doing your thing yeah. but then you went back to rap yeah as yeah. of fairly recent my first love yeah man. but now you're double duty in yeah which I'm, is I'm, 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 I'm innovating right now I'm doing something that's never been done I'm merging the hip-hop realm with the adult industry. I'm bringing them all together. Um, the adult industry has never experienced dope emceeing in no way, <laughs> shape, or form. Uh, salutes to the other male talents that are in the industry trying to make good music. I take my hat off to you guys. I don't hate on you guys. I think that you guys are being creative and you're trying your best. And I take my hat off to y'all. But as far as this New York City rap shit, this is belongs to me when it comes to this porn shit. I'm the only dude spitting bars in the porn industry. There's nobody in the porn industry spitting bars. Congrats to y'all. Spitting bars and busting off. Of course. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm doing something that's never been done. B Pumper. I love you, B Pumper. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like he didn't take it as serious as I took it. Now, don't get me wrong. He had the bag. He had the opportunity, he had the, the production, the girls, he had it. It's just that he didn't have that oomph in his music. Mm. You can hear it. You can, you know, don't get me wrong, he wasn't super trash, but you can hear it. You could tell he's just rapping. He's not, he don't really have a story. He never really came from nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So. Well, that is interesting you bring, you bring up Brian Pump because uh, if I'm not mistaken, what, didn't he try the rapping thing around the time June it was big? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was running with DJ Robbie Rob. Okay, okay. Queens. He was running with DJ Robbie Rob and DJ Robbie nice. Rob took a, uh, he took a liking to him. Okay. He took a liking to him. And, uh, in a rapping and, sense? Well, in a funny sense. Oh, okay. Oh, I know DJ Robbie Rob probably didn't take him serious with the music, yeah. but you know he has access to beautiful women. You know you're shooting scenes, guys is gonna be attracted to that. Like yo, what's going on with you, bro? See what I'm saying? So I kind of looked at it more like you had an opportunity to get people to take you serious, and you didn't maximize on it. Mm. I I'm gonna tell you a little quick little story. Um. I ended up going to the G-Unit office with a good friend of mine from back in the days. His name was K-Rich. Okay. And he took me to the G-Unit office. I think 50 was overseas around this time. And I was walking to the office and Broadway from thisis50.com. He's the creator of thisis50.com. Oh. And basically, he called Broadway because I asked him. I was walking past the room and I saw like a DVD hanging out the box. <laughs> so I said, yo, what's that movie right there? And then I looked at it. It said Fatties, Rhymes, and Dimes. <laughs> So I said, oh shit, and it's part 10. So I'm like, oh, god damn, it's part 10? So then I said, yo, 
Ask Broadway, can I uh can I get this DVD? Cause I don't want nobody, you know what I mean? Cause you know, yeah, surveillance and shit. I don't want nobody saying, who the fuck is this walking through the office? You know what I mean? I don't know this guy. So I asked him, he said, Yeah, yeah, let let, let him have the DVD. He can take yeah. it. I took that shit home and it changed my life forever. <laughs> forever. I saw nothing but beautiful women dancing, twerking, and then after he was rapping, doing his shit. Yeah. And then after that, the scene would start. Oh. With the same girl. Huh. And I'm 17. Oh, okay, that's... I'm 17, mm. so my mind is... I'm mesmerized. Oh, shit, okay. I'm in my 30s now. Yeah. So I'm looking at that like, yo, I could do that. Wow. I, even at that age, I knew I could rap better than him. So, <laughs> so, so I was like, yo, I could do this shit. One day, one day. And yo, I, you know... Fast forward now, you're doing it know. on your own terms. You're right about that. It just happened. Wow. It just happened, bro. That is fascinating. Yeah, it's a lot to this. God damn. Yeah. But I can imagine, you know, now that you're living this lifestyle that now you shared, you covered it for a while and at such a young age exposed to it, not in a bad way, but just like, oh, wow, this is like mergeable. This is doable to bring both together because if I'm also not mistaken around that time, I think that's when like uh, porn and hip hop was starting to kind of clash, kind of come together. And I think what Snoop did his like directorial debut. Yes. And some other Nelly had one too. I think Luda had one as and well. And G Unit had porn. G Unit porn. I remember. Yeah, it was for in the a back quick of second, uh, for a little quick second. It was G Unit porn. For it was little. always in the back of the magazines. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, me, I, I met, I got on in the adult industry through a man named Dapper Dan. Salute oh to, wow! Salute to Dapper Dan. Wow. He's the uh, one of the creators of Black Tail Magazine that came out in the 90s. He was one of the guys that put Tretch and a porn star on the first magazine cover. Hmm. So that was the dude that ushered me into the industry. Got, gave me my gig, gave me my shot. See if you could perform. If you could perform, we'll, we'll see what we could do with you. Ooh. I went there. We had to do a gangbang scene. <laughs> I knocked the gangbang scene out because that was my tryouts. If you can't, oh, if you okay. can't, if you can't perform and knock it out during the gangbang, then you don't get the privilege of moving up in your career where you can work with oh. girls one on one. Because okay. no one will believe that you can perform enough to even give you a girl. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, yeah. if you can't perform with multiple dudes in the room and bust her ass. We get, we don't know if we could put our money into getting you no girls to work with. Oh. That's how that industry works. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that that kind of that kind of opened my mind up to like, okay, let me try something different. Let me step out of my comfort zone and see what I could do. Then I just I was in the industry and shit, and then I just started hearing rumors and stuff. Oh, so and so rap. I'm like, huh? He rap. So and so, yeah, that dude rap too. I'm like, man, I keep hearing that people rapping, but I, let me hear they shit. Let me see what they working with. Yeah. And then when I would hear the music, I'm like, uh, I see, I, I see, I, I get it, you know? Don't so get, when you heard this shit, would you hear them at least trying to, or they just kind of just like, ah, it's on a beat? When you hear them, you can listen to them and you can tell already that you can kind of pinpoint who their influence is. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can listen to him, but yeah, he like that dude. I could tell he like that artist because mm -hmm. he rap. He kind of got the same swag and kind of rap like him. But don't get me wrong, the artist is not trash. It's what you're trying to do is trash because you can't emulate them. Right, right. You have to be your own aura glow. 
Whatever power you possess in you, that's what you have to let the world see. You can't sit there and try to rap like Jada Kiss or rap like this dude or T.I. or rap like all these other dudes and you're not even as fly as them. You don't have the aura. It don't it don't speak through you. When I get on, I'm not the best in the world, but when I get on stage and it's time for me to rap, yeah. people going to stop. They're going to stop. Everybody going to stop because they ain't never seen nothing like that before. Okay. And and my movement, the way I move, like just getting on the mic, talking to the crowd, looking everybody in their face, yeah. moving, rotating to different person, eye contact. Yeah. That's what stands out. I don't see that. I just see, duh, so, so, mm-hmm. duh, duh, duh. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, cool, cool. But that ain't, I'm from New York. Yeah. So we do real rapping rapping type shit you have to be live yeah rapping. i want to hear you spit some i need mm-hmm. double entendres some similes you know give me a little something something you ain't got to kill me with super bars but give me something to show me that you have some type of intellectual wordplay mm-hmm. you know some mm-hmm. type of skills you know what i'm saying and that's none to, no shade towards no other artists i don't got no i love the south i, I i'm still a georgia resident you know what I'm saying? I'm still a Georgia resident. You know what I'm saying? So that's no shade towards the South because I love the South and I love the West Coast too. Shout out to West Side Merrick. Big ups. Y'all already know Young Marcy in the building. <laughs> yeah, man, we here. We here. It's a lot going on this year. This year is good. So since you uh, still spend a lot of time down South in Georgia, like you specified, West Coast as well, you yeah, should know bitch. probably better than anybody, especially because of the industry you're involved in, Mm-hmm. the plethora of women available to you wherever you go mm-hmm. if you had to choose amongst the ones you mentioned and any other you want to throw in who is making you bust the quickest nut on film ooh um who's it harder to queen like, rogue <laughs> still to this day queen rogue I know y'all know who queen rogue is queen rogue Amani seduction who else oh my god Spanish barbie Oh, okay, okay. Spanish Barbie. I did a fire scene with Spanish Barbie. Oh, did you? Yes, I just shot with her a few days ago. Okay. I worked with Mandy May. Oh. I worked with Mandy May. Time to do research, yes, yes. Yes, yes. these are are up there. These girls are up there. Like, they're they're on Brazzers. They're on Bang Bros. Nice. Sarah Lace. Mm. Yes, these are all mainstream girls I'm naming. Um, I have a couple of new girls I'm working with, so that's going to be dope because these girls have star potential. So once you see them perform on camera, you'll already know they're going to start getting bookings out the wazoo. Goddamn. For the most part. But yeah, I would say Queen Rogue is, is probably my, my best cum shot. My best cream pie was with Queen Rogue. Define why she's the best one. Um, she's an excellent performer. Okay. She is in tune with her her co-stars. It's not like she's just sitting there waiting for you to get off. She's participating. She's going to bring it out of you. She's acting. She's gonna, yeah, she's going to emotionally get in tune with you and make it easier for you to come instead of you have to focus to come. Ah, okay, okay. See what I'm saying? Instead of focusing, she's going to pull it out of you by the way she talked to you, how the nasty, mm. the nasty things that she say when she talk to you, so that's that gets you going. So Queen Rogue, I love you, baby, and she always show me love at these events when she see me. Y'all other girls be super shy because of the niggas that y'all fuck with, but Queen Rogue, she always come up and kiss me in public in front of everybody. Y'all need to stop playing because y'all know y'all ladies fuck with me, but y'all don't want to talk to me because the niggas that put money in y'all pocket gonna fuss with y'all. I get it, I get it. So wait, is that 
kind of throwing it back to that one line from Kanye on uh God, what was that song? Um on the on the Dark Fantasy album. Ah shit. The the line he goes, Oh, you don't want to get caught on film with black guys. You'd rather do anal or a gang bang. I forget how the line goes mm. the song. Goes. I wonder who he was talking about when he said that. I don't know if anyone in particular, but she, he was just talking about, I guess, in general, like, hmm. like the girl porn stars don't want to get caught on film with the black guys because their, like, value diminishes. I heard that, and, yeah, they do talk about that because the porn industry is very racist. Okay. It's very racist. I've definitely heard that, that saying before. But it's coming to an apex in the turn now mm-hmm. where a lot of the girls are, don't care anymore. Because okay. a lot of the girls are starting, a lot, definitely like a lot of white girls, they're, they're, they have the type of worthwhile in their minds to learn how to sit on the computer and learn how to make their money. Okay, okay. I feel the same thing with my sisters. I feel that the sisters need to take the time to do their due diligence to learn how to make the money on the computer. That way they won't be at the mercy of every producer that you work with. You know what I'm saying that mm. that's no shade towards the producers because we need the producers. Without the producers, this shit really won't be too possible. So we definitely need producers. We need them. They are very vital. But also for the female talent, y'all also need to be able to use your brain, get on the computer, and generate your own income so you can save yourself and feed your children. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is because the white girls is doing it. Right, right. The white girls is on top of it, and the sisters sometimes be wondering, "What? Well, I don't understand how these white it's their skin color." No, it's not just their skin color, sweetheart. It's that they're actually taking the time to learn how to operate the systems. That's why they're making more money. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? Like you have to sit down and take the time to learn. Yeah, they're so involved in the behind the scenes too. Exactly. What keeps you paid? We got women in the adult industry like Layla Red. Shout outs to Layla Red. You know what I'm saying? She's deaf. She's a legitimate porn star that's doing dope music. Hmm. Fit mommy. Fit mommy. She's out there. She just shot some shit. She doing porn. Congratulations to Fit Mommy. You know what I'm saying? It's a couple of girls in the industry that's really rapping seriously. Okay. So I t- you know, I take my hat off to them. I really do. Cause it's it's like the women is making better music than the dudes. <laughs> Well, in that case, do you think it's easier for the girls, or the women, sorry, to make better music? Do they have a cheat code? Do they have a pass, per se? Because, oh, I would just watch the video with the sound off. God forbid. Nah, I just think it's that time. Okay, okay. I just think it's that time in the, in the universe where it's time for the women to shine. Women are very sexually liberated now. Yeah. Um, it's good for us. Very much. Yeah. Um, good for you. De- definitely. And that's, a, yeah, that's another reason why I chose this line of work, because women are more free. They don't have to worry about being shamed too much. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say that this industry definitely saved my life. It helped me put more food on my on my kids' table as far as learning how to, I had to do everything on my own. I had to edit my scenes. Mm-hmm. I had to fly to the scene to where I had to go get it at. You don't know if you're gonna get paid all the time. You're not gonna get paid all the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta go there with the intentions on performing and showing your ass out. Mm-hmm. Because when the better you perform, the better likelihood you gonna come home with something that you need to come home with. So let's say you go out there, not you, but let's mm-hmm. say you go out there and yeah, yeah. you half-ass it or you like not feeling that they perhaps there's a chance you might not get paid because of that? Oh, you can definitely not get paid. You can actually, uh, 
the 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 money that you was gonna get paid, they're gonna cut it. Mm-hmm. So if they was gonna pay you five hundred, you might get two hundred. Mm. So that three is gone. Okay. Now they gonna get here, take two. You lucky you got two. Okay, like you they, ain't they, even they perform. You ain't even perform, but uh, you lucky you got the two. Here, take the two. That's the two. You get the two for coming. Wow. Okay. You could have got the other three if you did what we need you to do, but here, just take the two. Now, in them needing you to do what they want you to do, does that exactly. mean like you underperform or underperformance? One hundred percent. Okay, so let's. Can you give me an example of underperforming? <clears throat> underperformance is basically not coming prepared, or you just came to a set and you just couldn't get the dick hard. Ah, okay. You couldn't get your dick hard the whole time. Maybe y'all was there for probably like two hours, three hours, and you just could not get that scene done at all. Mm-hmm. Now you, 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 you. Just like I said, you might get that little two if you finish the scene okay. somehow. If you miraculously could finish that scene, you might get the little two because mm. at least you did. At least you gave us a money shot. Okay. But you could have got this other three if you would have gave us these other positions. Okay, okay, okay. If you'd have gave us these positions, we'd have been happy to give you the money. <laughs> we'd call you back for another one. But because you underperform, we can't. Right, right, right. And you can't argue with these people because they're spending their hard-earned money to get you girls and facilitate it. Mm-hmm. So you can't curse and, oh, fuck you. That You can't do that. You feel what I'm saying? Because all the producers talk to each other. Right, they right, right. all got somehow of a, a connection. So you don't want one producer hating on you because if one producer hating on you, all his homeboys is going to hate on you and they all producers. Right, right, right. And you might want to work with these guys because these guys got girls you want to work with. Right. So it's a domino effect. Mm. So you got to kind of tread lightly. Just like the music here, you got to tread lightly. Be, be very conscious of who you're talking to. Sometimes you could be around snakes and you don't even know it. Right, right, right. You thinking these people was for you? They telling you don't rock with these group of people, but guess what? When your shit fall, they gonna be the same people telling other people to stay away from you. Mm. But they told you to stay away from others. That's just how the game go. That's just how the game go. Now, so if you had to compare both industries, rap and the porn industry, mm-hmm. who do you think has the snakes in this case to best avoid? Well, the ones will really be weary of. The rap game is different. Rest in peace, Maserati Fox. Rest in peace, Tone Mac. Rest in peace, a lot of niggas from Merrick. It's different from the porn industry because in the porn industry, niggas ain't dying. Nobody's getting murdered. Right. There's no ambushes in porn. No one's fucking to death on scene. None of that. Stops, none nothing. of that. I mean, yes, rest in peace, there's suicide. We, oh, do, yeah. we do have suicide in our industry. Yeah. We do. But there's no murder. There's no, you're not getting gunned down in porn. Because mm. it's women driven. It's supposed to be a safe haven mm-hmm. for women. It's not supposed to be a, a breeding ground for violence. Mm. You come around with violence, you get removed. Okay. Because we have too many women here. Too many women. So, no. If you, if you display any type of disgruntled or, or insubordinate type of behavior where the ladies are, are terrified of you, mm. you're fucking done. Mm, okay. You're done Because those girls Are going to tell 95,000 women Not to work with you It's going to be Damn near Virtually impossible To get a scene Every girl you hit up Going to dub you mm. They're going to be like Oh I'm booked Or I'm busy Or they just won't respond Oh wow See what I'm saying And that'll get to you After a certain period of time Go by Like yo what the fuck Is going on That will happen 
So you got to keep good relationships, even with the people who don't like you. You still got to be cordial. Like, what's going on? All right. Mm-hmm. It has to be that way. Yeah. You, yeah. They don't, they, they cannot be afraid of you. You know what I'm saying? They can say what they want to say, but if they are afraid of you, you have a problem because now girls are going to be afraid of you because the dude is scared of you. So the girls ain't going to touch you with a 10-meter caliprod like, 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 like my man Dan Aykroyd said in Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's real. Wow. Word. But yeah, once I got into this, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work at this porn shit for a couple years and I'm going to use it as a launch pad to boost my music career. Okay. So initially you went in with that incentive, like? Off rip. Okay. Off rip. I was listening to a lot of Griselda. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a lot of, I, I think this is around time, um, what was that song? Was it Rex versus Ryan, some shit like that? Mm. The shit that uh, Rock Marcy did with, with, with Westside and Conway. It was it was black and white. Mm-hmm. It was black and white, and it was in Manhattan. They shot that video right around that time. I was like, "Yeah, it's time for me to start rapping." These guys is older than me. Yeah, these guys is a few years older than me. I said, "Yo, if these niggas is just now getting their shit rocking, I need to do it." I was I'm gonna be real with you. Currency got me through a lot of years. Mm. Okay, currency. There was a point in time where once Wiz, like once Wiz got to his certain threshold of level, I was like, I right, I love Wiz, but I don't know what it is about currency. His his voice just stuck to me. Yeah, yeah. It just stuck to me for years. And I'm like, yo, this is the only nigga I really want to listen to. So I would say like around 2017, mm-hmm. I discovered the Fly God album. Okay, okay. Once I discovered the Fly God album, it was over. I was like, yo, I can't sit back no more. I gotta rap. Mm-hmm. By any means, I gotta rap. I gotta do this shit. So then that's when I started writing okay. my little verses and stuff. Wasn't recording, just writing. Just writing, okay. just writing little stuff. Just to, just to see if I had it because it's been seven years I ain't write a bar. Oh, you spent that long away from Yeah, I was, oh, in a, wow. I was in a relationship with my daughter's mom for almost like eight years. Okay. So I wasn't focused on no music. It was just family, mm. taking care of family time. Yeah, I was trying to do a little bit of music here and there with a friend. We did get certain places. Shout outs to Tony Yayo for uh, letting me come through and staying in his crib. And I enjoyed playing NBA Live at your house, bro. We went out and had Wendy's that night. Uh, salutes to K. Rich, even though we don't have that connection like we did. I appreciate everyone that has brung me around those who have I've looked up to. Does Yayo still play online, you think? Uh, um, I have no idea. Okay. Honestly, I have no idea. I just remember that was a dope-ass weekend. I also remember we went to the city to go pick up a check for Yayo, too. Nice. So that was dope. It was just a really fire-ass experience. And um, that kind of just was putting fire up under me, bro. It was making me say, you know what? Maybe I should go with, do with this music shit. I didn't never get my Power 105 interview yet, mm. but I've definitely been up there. I got a chance to walk on that floor. Okay. I got a chance to take some pictures on that floor. So even my squad, they told me, bro, you blessed to be up here. You know how much it costs to be on this floor? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You with us, but you know how much it costs? You know how much they paid to get on this floor? 
Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? When you hear people, when you hear people tell you stuff like that, that's an honor. So I'm always gonna publicly show love and respect to all the people that had some type of feelings towards me that want to see me grow. Definitely. Word. This is my area and I'm afraid to fuck you because your ass is full of bacteria. Where does a rapping start for you from the very beginning? How you even get involved? Alright. Honestly, I grew up in poverty like a lot of us, young black. We grew up in a certain type of lifestyle. I had my mom and my pops. Typical story. Grew up with grandma. Y'all already know how this is. Um, I kind of knew I wasn't going to finish school kind of early, like around the sixth and seventh grade, because I was just going through a lot of shit. Okay. Moving different places wasn't staying in school long enough to finish so at that time i kind of knew shit wasn't going to work out so i kind of dedicated myself to writing rhymes now let me tell you who made me pick up the pen and the pad please yeah nazir okay nice <laughs> i was listening to the i am album okay uh that i am album. okay 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 third I, one i think right um or the fourth no fourth album fourth album fourth album Yep, I am is the that's cool. the one with the uh, Egyptian the gold, guy. the yeah. gold Egyptian. That's okay. the album that made me pick up the book. It made me try to conjure up words. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was so illiterate back then. I used to run to my grandmother and be like, "Grandma, how you spell this word? How you spell that word? How you spell this word?" She's like, "Boy, you better go get a dictionary." <laughs> yeah, man, love my grandma, man. She told me that. He said, go get a dictionary. It'll help you write better. And I was in special ed. I was bad. Mm -hmm. So we was, you know, we was really bad when we was young. So I wasn't in general education until I got to like high school. Mm -hmm. So I had to teach myself how to read. Oh, damn. So in order for me to learn how to read, writing rhymes. Mm -hmm. Writing rhymes taught me how to speed up my reading pace to keep up with the beat. Oh, okay. So as now I can read a whole paragraph out loud and talk to a room full of people while reading mm. because I learned how to develop my reading skills through writing raps. Okay, okay. Yeah, that taught me how to read well. So now I'm an outstanding reader. So, yeah, I'm happy about that. I had to learn a lot of these things on my own. Certain, certain little secrets I used to hear about with my with my grandmother or my certain older people used to say oh that little boy yeah he not they're not talking about me they're talking about another little boy oh yeah he does book reports and he does this and he knows how to read at this level and hearing those things at a young age mm -hmm. it kind of make you say I want to do that too you know what I'm saying like I want to be able to read and, and stuff like that so I, it, it did it it just that was what I needed oh man yeah, and yeah, my story's kind of wild. I can tell so far. Yeah. My story's uh, yeah, my story's kind of wild. I've been through a lot. A lot of twists and turns, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot. Rest in peace to to Maserati Fox, man. Um, we all had our run-ins and we all had our our, our our negative impacts on each other. But at the same token, life changed when he came around because we was walking around the hood. And we didn't know how the fuck we was going to get out of there, bro. Hmm. We had no outlet. Nobody from Merrick Boulevard got an opportunity to shine. Mob Deep Shine, Salt and Pepper, LL Cool J, Francis Lewis, Lost Boys, Rockaway Boulevard. All the boulevards from different hoods in Queens got a chance to shine except for Merrick Boulevard. Hmm. And Fox was the one who set it off. He got taken out early. 
But out of all of that shit that went down, salutes to Scram G. That's my boy. I grew up with him. Uh, that's Fox. That's Fox family member. Um, to for the most part, we all got the dopest rap cadence, rap formulas. It's just that somebody gotta make it out first. So I said, you know what? I'll put my life on the line. I'll sacrifice this shit to open the door for everybody. I'm not a greedy nigga. Once I kick the door in, whoever got super talent, y'all shine. Y'all do what y'all want. I do want a piece, though, because I did kick the door in for you people to shine. So we could do a little little something, some incentive. But you can have your money and feed your family, bro. Hmm. That's just the type of person I am. I want to see everybody eat. I'm not a greedy dude. All right, so it was the I Am album from Nas Word that up. got you convinced that you wanted to do it too. 100%. Anyone else around that time that did the same for you? Or? Yeah, Jay-Z. Okay. Jay-Z had a powerful influence on me. I know a lot of people be throwing shade at Jay, but I can't take that away from Jay. I used to live on um, Vernon Avenue between Marcy and Nostrand. Hmm. That's right around the corner from Myrtle and Willoughby train station. That basketball court is right in Marcy Projects, right there when you get out the train. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived over there around the Uchi Wally days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when Uchi Wally dropped, I was running the blocks in Bed-Stuy. Mm. That's where I was living at. And Jay-Z, that Dynasty album, all of those albums, uh, Volume 3, yeah. S. Volume 3, the, the, that's that's my coming of age. Okay, okay. That's my coming of age. That's when I'm learning, like, drug life. I'm learning, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? Hearing, hearing things that I've never heard before and skits and shit, you know? Because you, you, my first CD I ever brought was Brandy. <laughs> okay. The Boy Is Mine CD. <laughs> Good. That was the first disc I ever brought about life, bro. <laughs> and then after that, it developed into gun bars and shit like that. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, you had a good excuse, though. Brandy did look great on the cover. Exactly, bro. And I was young still. Yeah. Okay. Grandma grandma gave me some money. You could go buy yourself a CD player and get a CD. Mm. And that was the CD I got because we was young. I couldn't buy the old, the cursing shit yet. Right. I had Parental to get advisory. A, yeah, I had to get a clean. Okay. I had to get a clean CD. And Brandy, you know, the boy oh, is mine. Yeah. At that time, that song was hot. So I said, let me just get this album, <laughs> you know. And that started it for me, bro. That was the very beginning of my life, starting with music. Those were the first songs I ever heard. I'll never forget. And then, what I did was, I would say, like right around. 14 I started I went I went and got a karaoke machine mm-hmm. and I put the karaoke machine in my closet mm-hmm. I put the karaoke machine in my closet and I called my boys over and that's how it started okay we started ciphering in my bedroom then we would go in the closet and yeah. record and we was having fun doing little stuff and then that's when it got to the point where we was like you know what we need to take this serious okay we was teenagers I started paying my money to go to the studio. We wasn't coming back with much music because nobody was on the same type of time I was at that time. Right, right, right. I was the only one taking it serious to that, man. Everybody was just sitting around enjoying the company of our friend, of our crew love. That's crew love. We all from the same blocks. I'm not expecting for all of y'all to rap, but if y'all could, come on. Let's do this. 
You know what I'm saying? So I was putting my own money in and my grandmother told me, she was like, you know, if you're going to be putting so much money into that, you need to be recording by yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be putting all of this money, yeah. $150, $160 for all of these hours in the studio yes. at that yeah. time, you should have, you could have came out there with way more songs than just three tracks. I'm like, you know what, grandma? You right. I started spending on my own, going to the studio, and then right around the time I was 14, I remember I was I was with Stretch. The first time, she lose to Stretch too, that's my man. Um, we went to Mob Deep Studio. Mm. I met Fly, rest in peace Prodigy, but yeah, Fly from Mob Deep at Infamous Studios, he was my first engineer. Mm. He know that, he know that. He's my first engineer. That was when they was building the track board in the studio. The, the, the track board wasn't even built yet. Mm. The track board was just being built up. This is right around the time Murder Music dropped. Wow. Right after, this is right, this is a year or two after Murder Music. You know what I'm saying? So this is like 2001. Yeah, tw- 2001. Murder Music dropped in 99. That was two years after. So they was building the studio. And then I went in there, I rapped, I did my little thing. Yeah. And that was it. It nothing came out of it, and then I would say like nine years, ten years later, I come back mm-hmm. with my baby moms now. Okay. I ain't fourteen no more. I'm right, twenty two, right. so I brought my, my 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 baby moms back to the studio because I happened to get in touch with one of the engineers there. Mm-hmm. I'm rapping. I did my little thing. My baby mom going to booth to sing. He come in the room. He look. He stopped for a second. He looked at me again. He's like, yo. I'm like, yo, what's good, Fly? I ain't see you in forever. Dude, I remember you when you was a kid, bro. I'm like, yeah, bro. Dude, what happened to you, bro? I was like, yo, I've just been doing family stuff. I've been doing, going through a lot in life. You know what I'm saying? I told him what the deal was. And he's like, yo, bro, I'm happy to see you, bro. Then he said, yo, yo, I remember this little nigga when he was just a little kid. Yo, he came in the studio before the track board was built. So, you know, that was like his moment. He telling all his people, like, yo, I see this nigga. Oh, so that's your baby mom behind the studio? Y'all, rec- okay, do your thing. While we in the booth, my baby mother, I'm, I'm, I'm going over the hook with her so she can say the hook correctly. Mm-hmm. My boy hit the thing and he said, yo, P want to come in and get his book bag. I said, all right. <laughs> okay. The prodigy left his book bag in the booth with us. Like huh. we out. So Prodigy came through the door, came to get his book bag, and I walked up to them and I was like, yo, man, it's a pleasure, P. It's a pleasure, bro. And I dapped them up. I said, yo, my nigga, you raised us, my nigga. Word up. You raised us out here. You kept us alive, bro. And he's like, yo, I appreciate that, my nigga. He said, do your thing, bro. Do your thing. Handle your business. I said, you are ready, baby. And that was it. Mm. I didn't even ask for no picture. Mm. I felt bad, though. Yeah. I felt like I should have asked him for a picture because when he passed, all my homeboys is posting pictures of this nigga and I feel left wow. the fuck out. I'm like, damn, bro, my man, this nigga. This, I know all, I'm like, damn, I know these niggas. They all got their picture with P. And I ain't got no picture with Prodigy, bro. Damn. That shit broke my heart, my nigga. I ain't going front. That shit broke my heart. Was that the only time you ever encountered P? Or? That was the only time I encountered P and... um. I seen Havoc when I was outside the studio, but I didn't notice it was him because wow. he just hopped out the Range Rover mad quick and then walked in the door. Mm-hmm. And he, he was kind of short, so I didn't really, I couldn't <laughs> tell, I couldn't tell who it was. I was like, and then the nigga was like, yo, you know who that was, right? I was like, nah, nah, who the fuck was that? He said, nigga, that was Hav. I said, word? That was Havoc? He said, yeah, that was Havoc. I said, God damn, you look different. <laughs> you look totally different. I didn't even, that was him. 
See, I don't be on no groupie shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you, I don't do that. I don't do that. I, I treat them like regular human beings because we are all we all pump blood. You know what I'm saying? So Ooh, okay. I try not to. I try not to make them feel like I'm groupied out. Well, you definitely pump a lot of blood, given you know. Lord willing, <laughs> Lord willing, got to keep the energy up. <laughs> I'm gonna be performing again. I'm gonna be hitting the stage for like the first time in like what, 12 years, 13 years. Why the wait? 12 years. I was in a relationship. Okay. I wasn't doing my music all the way. Um, I got sidetracked. It. Mm-hmm. Um, Baby moms will do that. No offense. They do, bro. Yeah. Um, no disrespect. They do. Um, my last big performance was uh, for um, Fayetteville Power, I think it's Power 106 mm-hmm. radio station in Fayetteville, North Carolina. That was 2012, okay. 2011. I performed for 20,000 people out there. Nice. Yeah, that was my first time standing in front of a sea of people rapping like that. I, I, feel I, I It felt like I had a fist fight. <laughs> when I was done, it felt like I had a fist fight. Um, that was the first time my nerves have ever been rattled like that. But I got my seven minutes on stage, and I ain't get booed. So that meant the world to me. That's what it means to me, as long as I ain't get booed in front of all those people. And that told me right there, you got it. Hmm. You just need some polishing, boy. But you got what it takes to make this happen. So if you had to compare those 20,000 people at that one show versus the first time you had your, I guess, tryouts, for the porn industry, uh-huh. what had you feeling more like you were just fresh out of a fist fight? That 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 performance. Okay. That performance was way different because performing on stage and doing it correctly and getting the response from the crowd—that feeling is actually a more higher dopamine release than sex. Mm. It's a way higher dopamine release. You could compare the two. I could literally. compare the two. Yeah. And I, I, I realized performing on stage gave me such a rush. Mm-hmm. It was a dream rush. Mm. You can, we've all had sex before yeah. through our teen years, but I never performed in front of a crowd of people. Mm. See the difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that dopamine release that I'm getting from rapping in front of a crowd of people cannot be measured or compared because it's just like sex. These are, those are the two most extremely most powerful feelings mm. is sex and performing on stage in front of people. There's, there's, it's like a ner- it's nerve wracking. Yeah. Anything can go wrong on stage at any given moment. You still have to go through with it. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you can't stop. You can't stop. And if you do stop, then nine times out of ten, you lost your lyrics. You don't remember shit, so you're not going to get a chance to do it again because if you do it too many times, yeah. ain't nobody going to really believe in your shit. That's the same thing with the adult industry. If you fail more than you win, mm-hmm. it's like, bro, what can we tell? I don't know what to tell you. You failed more than you won. Right. See what right. I'm saying? You're going to lose in certain things. That's natural order of how this life works. You're going to fall. But you got to win more than you fall. So that's how it is with, with music, with me doing music. I, I'm i more infatuated with music because I haven't experienced it the way I wanted to. I've experienced sex. I got kids and shit. Mwah, love my babies. But, Shout outs. You know what I'm saying? A lot of kids, but that's something you, me, we all experience sex with women. 
So that's cool. I need to experience something that I always desired, and mm. that was being on stage rapping and getting my shit off. And then the crowd saying my shit back to me, mm. and they know my words. That's my ghetto. That's my motherfucking dream. Mm. I don't care about getting no motherfucking AVN award. No disrespect <laughs> to AVN. I love y'all. I love y'all. Have you ever been nominated or anything? Or nope. An award show? Nope. I've never At been all. nominated. Nope. I'm I'm like I'm like the I'm like the Rock Marcy of porn. You know what I'm saying? We like the Griselda of porn. We don't get no motherfucking love. We shot with the baddest bitches. We don't get no love. Niggas don't acknowledge us. We bar heavy with the music. We got mad swag. I understand why y'all ignore us. I get it, bro. I get it. I, I'm I'm not mad at them. I know you wouldn't want to face us. <laughs> they don't want to face us. So I leave them alone. I don't bother them. I let them I let them do their own thing. I don't disrespect these dudes in the industry. They talk crazy about me all day. Really? Yo, man. They talk crazy about me all day, but that's not going <laughs> to stop me from getting no bookings because I actually took the time out to build my own relationship with certain producers. Mm. So regardless of what these niggas say about me, these producers is going to keep booking me. Smart. Because I showed them I could work. Mm. That's all niggas care about. Can yeah. you perform? That's all I give a fuck about. If you can perform, you got it. If you can't perform, I don't know what to tell you, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're going to try to go get a job or something. Or come back when you can, if. Ain't no coming back. Because he going to tell other producers, and uh, they I'm not going to give you a chance. It ain't no coming back. Mm. Once you fail, and you fail miserably, the word spread like wildfire. So when you try to run to the next producer to try to see if you can sneak yourself in, yeah. he already know what you did. Damn. He already know what you did. So you can't be slicking this point. And that is different, bro. It's different. It's really gatekeeping. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, too, there is no way to fake it in porn because obviously, you know, there's AI and right now they're in the infancy stages like, you know, reproducing Michael Jackson, The mm -hmm. Weeknd to do a track. Yep. There was that whole thing with the labels being mad about the Drake and Weeknd AI produced track that they wanted taken apart. Or taken Damn. down. Yeah, it was like such a good sounding song that sounded legitimately like both of them that they had to take it down immediately. But they're saying they, they could have just let the song rock or have Drake and The Weeknd actually redo it. But in music, they got that already going on. I think mm -hmm. in porn, the closest you might have the AI taking over like that is like, what, the 3D characters? Yes, or like that's all it. that shit. That's it. The 3D characters that they got. Yeah. That's the closest that they get into it. From what I see so far. Or maybe like they overlay like a character over like you. You're doing the work, but it's really, it's the character doing it for you. Like it's a... You know, uh, Samus from Metroid or something like that, digging mm -hmm. down somebody, but it's really you, you're mm -hmm. doing the, the whole heavy right. lifting. I, um, I'm into whatever is going to, you know, generate the proper income as long as it's not destroying other shit. Yeah. As long as it's not destroying other things, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to keep innovating and moving forward as long as it's not a compromise. That's just how I look at every situation. Wing. So as far as porn is concerned, I, I did want to ask someone eventually in the industry this, mm -hmm. and not to count your, you know, your income or keep track of that, but now knowing that porn is so widespread and on the internet wherever you go, you can just open up the incognito tab and just pull up whatever. Run wild. It's right there. You don't got to pay a thing. Mm -hmm. How do you actually still get paid, if anything? Oh, I'm monetized. I've been monetized for the past four years. 
in this game. I went two years with no money. Hmm. Two years just running around broke. Hmm. And thanks to the beautiful and lovely Amani seduction, I'm always going to show you love, Amani. I love you. Um, she's out there on the West Coast. She do her music too. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to her. She monetized me. You know, she gave me uh, opportunity. She's like the golden goose of porn. She put brothers. <laughs> she put brothers on. She helped get brothers in position, and uh, she monetized my accounts. She helped. You know, the certain things that I didn't understand how to do, mm-hmm. she knew how to do it. So I watched her, and I learned from her. And I, I took it from there. Okay. I learned every step she did to monetize my account and to keep it monetized, linking bank information, putting these things here, you know, all these EIN numbers, mm. things that you really need to know about having LLCs and, you know, okay, you're filing a 1090. You're not doing a W-2 or a W-9. You're, you're self-employed. You're busy. You have to fill these documents out. Okay, mm. it's time to tax season. I need you to fill these things out, you know? These are things that I learned. Business etiquette through her. I learned through her. So I take my head off. I'm always going to show Amani seduction love. She is, uh, she shot numerous amounts of scenes with me. And um, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't even be at the level I'm at because most of the scenes that I promote is with her too still. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Monetizing mini vids, X videos, Pornhub, Fap House, um, X Hamster, um, it's so many different platforms that are that you can monetize if you upload your content on there and you link your bank information and you go through the model program mm-hmm. you will be able to monetize your footage and your content and you'll be getting bank deposits okay so it's not for everybody let's say to like monetize but you, so long as you know the right people and you perform enough or what would you say it's else? about a cer- it's a certain amount of hours okay it's a certain amount of runtime. Okay. If you have over twenty something hours of runtime, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Then you qualify to be monetized to get paid. Mm, okay. Um. So twenty hours worth of material. Yeah. If okay. you can watch twenty hours worth of content on that person's page, and you can see it's registered, like he has all, like I, oh, he got thirty-two scenes up here. Mm. So that that registers over twenty hours probably. Okay, you qualify to get paid. Oh, okay. I got a hundred scenes. I got, I got so I'm definitely qualified to be monetized. Mm. So that's how it works. You have to qualify. Okay. You can't just be monetized. They have to approve you. Okay. Everything is approving. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. it comes to getting paid, and checks don't. and balances. Pretty much. Goddamn. Okay. Even in porn, huh? One hundred percent. Goddamn. It's a billion dollar industry. Still is surprisingly. Yes. I don't mean surprisingly disrespectfully, but I mean, mm. w- yeah. You know, with the I day and age now, again, like I would think. I wouldn't even know how to think or how to approach that, like how to make money if, you know, for example, I was to start. I'm not trying to get into that, you know. I, no, I, I respectfully. leave the playing field to the big boys. Respectfully. Pause. But, you know. um, We got girls like Ice Spice. We got Cardi B. We got so many dope female artists that are coming out, and they are making it possible for me. Mm. That's why I'm, a lot of dudes be mad at me because I be rocking with the ladies a lot. But I'm like, the ladies is making a way for me. Y'all not making no way for me. Yeah, the ladies yeah, yeah. is opening up a segue for me, for me to be able to shine. I'm in the adult industry. I can't help that I'm in the adult industry and I make porn. They are, these girls that's making these sexual records, they making it possible for, the, for, for me to be presented mm-hmm. to the world. 
Okay. Sukiana's. These girls is making it possible for me. Mm-hmm. So I take my hat off to a lot of these female artists because they are they are sexual. They are very sexual. And if I get hot enough in a fucking Sukiana or a Cardi B or any one of those girls hear my record and I get a hit and they want to hop on a remix, Ooh. see oh, my right point? Yeah. See my point? This nigga's a porn star? And she got the clout. She got way more clout and money than me. Yo, I like that record that nigga did. That shit is fire. I'm going to remix that shit. Now, look. Yeah. Little old me. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how it works. Like, you know, you got to have a blueprint, foolproof master plan if you really want to pull something off. I sat back and I formulated this plan for a year Mm -hmm. before I even got into porn. I was Mm. 300 pounds. I was mad fat and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here like, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do this? All right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna use the I'm gonna use the porn to launch the music career. But in order to do that, I have to drop massive bodies of work while I'm in porn, quality work, gotta shoot the videos, I gotta start performing again. These is all the things I was setting up in my mind because you can gather the energy that you need to get these people to work with you, but if they're not interested in the girls you shot with, mm-hmm. you got nothing to talk about because okay. you didn't shoot with no girls that they know about. You got to work with girls that these DJs and these guys know. You shot with Go Go Fuck Me? See what I'm saying? You shot with Queen Rogue? You shot with Mistress Delicious? You shot with this girl? You shot with that girl? I know who that girl is, and that is mm-hmm. what gets you the momentum that you're looking for. Because uh, okay. nobody's going to fuck with you. You got to pay. But if they interested in what you got going on, you ain't got to pay. Mm. It's off the strength now. Because I rock with you. And you're a good nigga. Yeah. So I rock with you. I'm going to see what I can do for you. And can you know, my birthday's coming up. Can you, can you get so She's my favorite girl. Can you talk to her for me? You've had to do plenty of those, I guess, right? Well, uh, for, you know, shout outs to Black Shadori. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I still got them girls on deck. You know, I shot with Reese's Pieces. My man Zill- Zilly 9000, that nigga love Reese. So I was telling him, like, yo, bro, if you need Reese's Pieces, we could get Reese's Pieces out here to shoot some videos for y'all. You know what I'm saying? I got a record called Fall Through, produced by my man Frenzy. Rest in peace to Frenzy, RGF Productions. That's Fetty Wap and them squad. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so rest in peace, free Fetty Wap. Rest in peace to Frenzy. You know what I'm saying? He passed away in 2020. He gave me a batch of beats. And uh, my first single, my first original official single is going to be Fall Through. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of my dopest records I got. Dopest records I got. And I'm going to actually shoot that video doing, like, the scene, kind of. So I'm going to be rapping while the girl giving me head. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a clean version, too. Oh, okay, I was going to ask that, yeah. It's going to be a version for the, for the, for the porn sites, and there's going to be a regular clean version where you don't see that. Okay, okay. You just see her twerking and moving around, and then the other shit is the X-rated version. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be on my porn channels. So right. so far I'm over so far I'm over fifty million views on on X videos. I'm on, I'm on the road to a hundred million right now. Independent, no major bookings. I never got I never got shot with Brazzers or Bang Bros, Reality Kings, Dog Fart. Shout outs to Flacco at Dog Vision though for giving me an opportunity to come work. I appreciate you. 
Dog, Very much. Dog Vision? Yeah, Dog Vision is a porn company in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. And they book BBW girls. They book ah. they book all types of girls. Big girls, small girls. And he books, he, he, he gets like beautiful mansions to shoot the scenes in. Mm. So yeah, that's why I wanted to shout him out because he's been showing me love ever since I met him. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to D-Ruff, you know what I'm saying? Tay Lit, you know? I don't, I don't, I don't shade nobody. I always show niggas love, even though a lot of the reciprocation has never came back to me. But I'll never do that. You know what I'm saying? Like D Ruff, you D Ruff definitely been looking out for me. Diamond Trio been looking out for me. Shout outs to Mr. Biggs. Mr. Biggs been looking out for me. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what this shit is about to turn into. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of good niggas are surrounding me and corroding around me because they know where we going. So where do you think you're going then with um, you being, I guess, the best of both worlds as far as, uh, you know, what you're doing well, right now? Right now I'm talking to my man, Salusto Apollo, my man over there at BSF, Black Soprano family. My man, me and him be chopping it up a lot. And, he, you know, he was talking to me about how can he present me. Because he knows these executives. Mm -hmm. and the Rosenberg and all these guys. He knows these people. Ah, okay. He knows these people. So we was conjuring one day, sitting down. He was like, I don't know how I'm going to present you. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, I want to present you. I just don't know how I'm going to do it. And then he said, hmm, I could probably get Ghazi to fuck with you mm -hmm. if it work. Whatever you're doing, if you could pull it off in a major way, I could probably get Ghazi to look at you. Mm. Ghazi's at Empire. Okay. So that's really what it is. I want I want to be independent. I want to stay independent. Um, like I said, I'm on the road to 100 million views on my channels. So that's a major outlet for me. Mm. For me to not have no major bookings and for me to be moving up to 100 million views going up. Solo. Solo, like wow. I, like a lot of the girls I worked with, they are more famous than me. Mm -hmm. A lot of the girls got way more clout than me, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just appreciate them collabing with me mm -hmm. and giving me an opportunity, bro. Because they ain't had to work with me. But they said, you know what? We like you. You cool. I'll shoot a scene with you. Mm. And that just keeps building and building and building and building to the point where more people are gonna come to me and wanna interview you and like, yo, what you got going on? What you doing with this? So, yeah, but the music, yeah. I definitely got a shit ton of music coming out. Like I said, God Level Status is we out next week. It should be out sometimes before Friday. Nice. I will have it out for y'all. And um, I got the only porn star with bars, volume one and two already out. And I'm working on volume three, and I got something special I'm going to put out tonight, too, because I've been looking at something I wanted to, wanted to make a cover art for a new project this spring. Yeah, I might do it April. I might drop it in April, depending on how I feel. I'm really on some motherfucking currency shit, and I really want to drop a project every goddamn 30 days. Yeah. That's really the type of time I'm on, because mm. currency put that shit up on me. I'm, yo, there was a point in time where currency was dropping a project every 30 days for a year straight. I remember. It didn't make no sense to me. I'm like, yo, bro, this nigga's a monster, bro. And uh, I forget who he inspired that was bigger. Uh, that tried to do the same. I think it was Luda or one of them. He was mm. like, I'm going to do the same. No, I, I think he started a little trend of I'm going to do the same thing every three weeks, every month. I like guess. 
Yeah. It just it just it's not like him, bro. That's no, no. He's different. Currency's different, bro. Currency is currency. Little Wayne, Boosie, like certain artists like them. I look at those southern art like those are the best bar spitters I've heard mm. from the Louisiana areas and shit. Like you know, what I'm saying I love Atlanta, Luda, Outkast. I fuck with Future. Cause I like future whole life moniker and shit, and it's a, it's an evil world. And I like when future be saying, I, "That made me like him more." When he be saying, "Yo, she for the streets." Like when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, "Y'all think I'm starting to like future more?" Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but um, yeah, um, Young Thug, I I I fuck with Young Thug, bro. I I I, I I've been watching his whole trial, and. We all from the streets, but at the same token, I just look at it like, damn, I feel for that nigga. Yeah. He's sitting up in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a real shame, bro, because I actually really like the way his music sound. Like, I'm, I'm from Northside, so I really bump with boom, bap, boom, bap, boom, bap. But when I hear Thug and I hear certain rhythms and certain sounds he make, I'm like, yeah, that he official. Yeah. He official Atlanta nigga. It's infectious. It's like, yeah, it's like I can't even deny this nigga. Like, yeah, he, he sounds outstanding. Mm. <laughs> it's real talk. I mean, the, the, the thing that made me a fan of Young Thug was... Um, I forget the name, the one, the one track he had with T.I., if it ain't about the money. Oh, yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. I'll never forget that song. But I was, you know, a lot of records that I was hearing was records like I wasn't, like, catching wind of, like, shit that wasn't on the radio. Right, right, right. So certain records I was hearing from Thug, I'm like, oh, that sound good. That's on the B side. You get it? Like, it's not on the A side. That record yeah. ain't on the A side. Because I, I would have got wind of that. This track is on the B side. Mm -hmm. This is the shit that people are not finding. These, those, that's me. I go and look for the records that's fire that people looked over. Those, that's the type of person I am. Right, right. The discography, the deep dives, beat cuts, all that. Big time, bro. I'm a crate digger, bro. Mm. I'm a crate digger. You know what I'm saying? So... So speaking, I guess, of digging and doing your research in mm -hmm. the crates, but let me throw it back to the porn side, if anything. Mm -hmm. As far as the way you put it, the way you broke in wasn't easy. Uh, it made you tense. Do you think, even now, back when, or now still, do you think girls have the easier way into the industry? 100%. Women have it easier in the industry, but they're also, they're also subject to violence and predatory behavior from mm -hmm. men. A lot of women are innocent and they're trying to protect themselves and sometimes what can happen is they can be misled. Mm -hmm. They can be misled to believing that other people might be bad for them because another group of people might not want them to meet with these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They might do better with these other group of people. Right. So they don't want to lose you. Right, you know, right, right. To these new people. Mm -hmm. So I understand that. I get that. You know, um, this industry, a lot of the girls, they, a lot of girls, they do get away with murder, though. I'm not going to lie. They do because a lot of the girls could say anything about you and get away with it. It's law. If she say it, it's law. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Especially nowadays, yeah. Exactly. This industry, you got to yeah. tread lightly. You got to really... Some girls, you're just not going to defeat that with. Some girls is just going to diss you just to diss you, bro. Mm -hmm. That's just going to happen. You're going to get played. 
You're mm. going to get talked about. You're going to get clowned on. These are the things that come with success. You're mm. going to be publicly humiliated from time to time. This is just something that you have to endure if you want to be in this type of industry. Mm. So I accept it. I have thick skin. I'm, you know, all my life we've been through bullshit. So if I got to take the scrutiny of a, of these certain people misunderstanding me from time to time, then I guess that's just what it is. That's, that's, that's life, bro. But the girls, I love the ladies in the industry. They're, they're innocent. They don't really have too much protection because people don't look at them as humans because mm-hmm. they do porn. These girls are regular working girls. A lot of these girls work for the city. A lot of these girls have mm. served in our military. Mm. A lot of these girls are retired police officers. A lot of girls... See, this you can't just jump the gun and say, oh, she's a piece of shit. She do porn. Bro, you don't know what type of qualifications or certifications that woman got in her wall in her house. Mm. You don't know that. You know what I'm saying? So you can't treat them like a piece of shit. That's somebody's mother, too. Like yeah, that, yeah. that child, that's somebody's daughter, and that's somebody's mother. Like, have some discernment about yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of these guys, they come to these girls and they disrespect them heavy off rip. So, it rubs the women such in a bad way. It makes the women not want to work with us. Mm. And they, it's not on purpose, bro. It's just, that's just how it is. It's like, they stand office. They don't know if you're going to disrespect them. Like, me, I'm a rapper. Yeah. The girls are scared. A lot of girls are scared to work with me because I'm a rapper. They're your rapper, they, right. They scared I'm going to say their name in a song. Oh. They're okay, terrified. Okay. I've had producers tell me this. Mm. They're terrified. Oh, if I upset him, I don't want him to say my name in the record. But that's not going to happen. I'm not going to do that because when you continue to do shit like that, yeah. you make nobody want to work with you. Of course. Yes, so I'm not going to be in the industry talking about girls. I talk about the bitch-made niggas that mislead the girls. That's who I talk about. The ones that should die now and come back and exactly. life as a pussy. Exactly. Niggas that's in the <laughs> porn industry getting pussy but never got no pussy before porn. So now that they're getting pussy from all the bad bitches, they don't know how to act no more. Let's keep it a band. Let's keep it a band. These dudes ain't never had no women like that in their life. So now that they're in porn and they fucking women like that, they just don't know how to function. Oh, why are you talking to him? Or they'll see a grown man talking to a woman and going to come in between the conversation while I'm trying to speak to the woman and crack a joke. And I'm looking at you like, yo, bro, don't you see I'm trying to talk business with this woman and you coming over trying to take her attention away? That make me look at you crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you look at him crazy, you the bad guy. You the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You in in the porn industry, you gotta shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing. Even if you get done dirty, yeah. you can't say nothing. You gotta let it go because she gonna double back on you. She might dub you for this other nigga and then come back two months later. Hey, you wanna shoot something? Mm-hmm. And you still mad about what happened two months ago? Right. Now you the bitch made nigga. Mm-hmm. Why are you still mad about that? I, I said sorry. Hey, I hit you back up to shoot with you. But since you acting like that, I guess I'll pass. Mm-hmm. And then all she gonna do is go tell her next homegirl, don't fuck with that dude. He's a bitch. He's emotional. Da-da-da-da. Don't work with him. And that's how you lose. Damn. It's bad. But... It's also good when you're in a good standing and people rock with you, you got protection. 
Ain't nobody gonna come at your head. And if somebody do come at your head, you got the ladies that will stand up for you that you worked with. Mm -hmm. And they gonna come out and stand, they gonna fight your battle. That's the key to the adult industry as a man. You don't supposed to fight the battle. You supposed to build your name up to the point where the women fight the battle for you. Because there's going to be guys that's going to try to attack you because of what you're doing. And they're in your same industry. But if you got the ladies on your side, them dudes can't argue with those ladies. Because right. they want to work with those girls too. And they don't want to upset those girls. So they're going to shut the fuck up. Mm. That's how I go. Goddamn. Okay. Decrease me there. What? Uh, no, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Put me down. Uh -huh. Yes, I stay here in the Kotane, but this is home. Oh, home. Me stay here. So with porn now, I mean, does OnlyFans, does Patreon where you could pay for someone to not even get nude anymore or get fucked, does that interrupt your business at all? No, because I don't get paid off of OnlyFans. OnlyFans don't pay me. OnlyFans is too slow with their money. Mm. OnlyFans is banning everybody. They don't. OnlyFans don't want sex workers no more. This is going down right now mm -hmm. while me and you talking. I thought they'd reverse that, though, because I know like a month ago they... It's a wrap. Okay. They've been under investigation for the past th three, four years. It's a wrap. Mm. OnlyFans is removing all sex workers off their platform. So if you want, if you do OnlyFans now, that should have been done before this year is over. So you got to go to Loyal Fans or Miniviz or some other platform. Okay. But OnlyFans is going to be a wrap after this summer. They already making public service announcement videos about OnlyFans right now. Really? Yeah, I just saw one before I got off the train. Goddamn. Yeah, they like, yo, OnlyFans, what's going on? They shutting it down. They they had too many they had a case open on them. They shutting it down. Was the case due to what? Like just being slow with the money or No. If you inappropriate inappropriate age Oh gotcha. Inappropriate gotcha. ages. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah, so that started the case, inappropriate ages. And then it turned into this. Well, wouldn't you think of all places OnlyFans, considering the income they've had for however many years they've been around now, number one in their market, I guess, wouldn't they be more careful or wouldn't they be like just absolutely no funny stuff as far as age is concerned? They had too many cases open. Mm. By the time that they figured out what was going on, they had dozens of cases. Is that them being not on top of it or them just letting it slide just because? Letting it slide. Oh, okay, okay. Because it was a point in time where teenagers had OnlyFans. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I'd be sitting there. I'm glad I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I, tell me about it. Come on now. I, 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 but yeah, <laughs> for the most part, I'm sitting back like I'm listening to the young girls on the train talking and laughing and giggle with each other. And it's like, yeah, it's OnlyFans, OnlyFans. I'm like, damn, these young girls is on OnlyFans. My, my mentor was right. They are shutting OnlyFans down. Oh, wow. Because I'm hearing these teen girls talk about it, and then my mentor is telling me that they get made because too many underage kids oh, are on that shit. I said, get them off there. Please, yeah. It's a wrap. And I'm done with OnlyFans. I'm on many vids. <laughs> I'm on X videos. I'm on Twitter at BBC Bull Unit. Uh, do you do like the custom video thing? Anybody send you money, they get something in return? Yeah, I'll do a custom if I get a custom request. Um, I really don't do it too much because I'm strictly just shooting scenes for just me and women. So I'm really trying not to dive too deep into entertaining men. Oh. Yeah, because 
there's certain guys in this industry that I'm, I'm aware of. Yeah. They're fake rappers. Mm -hmm. They're fake ballers. They're bum-ass niggas. They got no bars, no projects, no nothing out. They got no scenes. But they are going around and they have other people convinced that they're working and that they're pumping out product. Mm -hmm. They're not pumping out no product. They're not monetized. They don't have no type of music videos, no history, no track record of anything except for maybe like one open mic performance type shit. Ah. So that's it. But me in this industry, there's other entities in this industry. Well, they're not really in the industry. They're trying to get in. And they are... They, they they target me. Mm -hmm. I'm the 50 cent of this shit. I'm the West Side Gunner porn. You're the I'm the big dog. So I understand why I'm the target. I get it. Because y'all niggas can't outrap me. They can't. Your niggas don't rap on better beats than me. You don't body no boom bap records. You don't got no choruses that niggas and bitches want to remember. So this is shit that I can say because I know that they don't, they don't produce nothing. Mm -hmm. I've produced already. So, and I've gotten results. So, and this is not me boasting, bro. Hey, Kanye, did she put her fingers up your booty? No. As we wind down here with our time spent with Godfather Part 4, aka Scorpio God, when you do films, do you go by Godfather Part 4 or what? Perfectly? I go by both. Both, okay. I go by Godfather Part 4 or I go by Scorpio God. Okay. Niggas from the hood know me as Marcy. Niggas that grew up with me, y'all know me as Marcy. Niggas from the streets, the real streets, the hustlers, they know me as Marcy. Y'all know me. Nice. So the people in the industry know me as Scorpio and Godfather. Either or, okay. Yep. Cool, cool. So as far as that's concerned with the industry now, you had the mask on the whole time here, and I know that's part of what your image is when it comes back to porn. So did you think up uh, that gimmick, or did someone suggest it to you, or? Um. I did it myself. I did it myself for the most part. I used to always keep a little flag on my face when I would shoot a scene. Mm -hmm. But I'm a real G and I'm gonna keep it 100. Salutes to Makami. Makami definitely inspired me when it came to uh, being disclosed with my face. Mm -hmm. um, it was just something that stood out to me. Okay. It was something that I'd never seen before. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen an artist rap with a with a flag on their face and like and just that that shit was extremely fascinating. Not seeing the person face, it just it just was some mystique MF Doom type shit. It just you know I'm into that. So anything mystique like I'm just like Grease God, mm -hmm. like him. I'm infatuated with looking at him now because I just love the fact that he keeps his shit. You know what I'm saying? Jury up. You know what I'm saying? Keep your shit. Like, I like that. Mm. It's, it, it makes me want to see what you about. Because I can't see what you look like. I don't, you know? Right, so right, I right. want to hear what you got to say. You know what I'm saying? Just like with porn. I got a lot of shit that I haven't talked about. Street shit. All types of stuff. But predominantly, I'm rapping for women. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. trying to appeal to the women. I already got the streets. We, I'm from the streets. I'll be looked at as a motherfucking goofy if I try to rap some itchy Kaye type shit and niggas will be looking at me like, bro, what's wrong with you, bro? You don't rap like that, bro. Why you rapping like that? Niggas will question me. <laughs> they will question me, bro. So, yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. Well, I guess before we go then, the only question left to ask would be since 
you're taking over both industries mm -hmm. and you're doing your thing in both respectively. Do you have, let's say, a dream still to accomplish in porn and one in rap? Do you see them coming together? What do you um, got in Yeah. I see it coming together. I see the adult industry and the music industry having respect for each other once the music industry discovers that people in porn actually have musical talent. Mm -hmm. I think once they see that there actually is someone that's in the industry of porn that could perform and compete at the level that they are at, I think that's when they'll start to pay a little bit more respect to the adult industry. Because hmm. right now they don't have no reason to respect us. They love our, they, they love our, our porn, cool. <laughs> but, they, but when it comes to music, that's their shit. So they gotta, you gotta show and prove, you gotta show them yeah. that you are capable. Mm. And then they'll be like, you know what, I got something for you. That's like, that's how it is. When you show people that you can do it, they offer you a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until you got an abundance. Mm. You know, so I think that the music industry needs somebody fresh just like they got ice spice they got cardi they got carisha they got all these girls y'all got all these chicks out here rapping about pussy sucking dick fucking all that stuff y'all got a, a mc in the porn industry that could actually meet them on their standard so i think that that's a dope ass opportunity for new money mm -hmm. new money new money never goes out of style at all well Godfather Part 4 slash Scorpio God. I can't thank you enough for the time here. Thank Spent you, on our oh, fuck it. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, babe. This Lord man up. right here, take it in blood. Take it in, well, you know, no, pause, cock, as he does it well on film. And you could pay him to request whatever you're into if you're into that kind of stuff, too. Just, you know, be specific, be clear, be respectful, because I'm Lord sure he's up. not into everything or anything. Not at either. all, kid. But thin line. the man right here, the, the man with the LLC for his BBC, of course. Godfather Part 4. Thank you so much for the time. Let them know your socials everywhere they can find you, too, please. Y'all can reach me on Twitter at BBCBullUnit.com. Y'all can also hit me up on SoundCloud, BBC Bull Unit. You can follow me on YouTube at Most Young One. Or you can put Marcia Lago, the real Marcia Lago, on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. It's going down, man. BBC Bull Unit. That's on every search engine on Google. So once you put BBC <laughs> Bull Unit, all my stuff will pop up. All the stuff pops yeah. up. Music, everything. Yeah. YouTube, all the good stuff. Twitter, everything. It's like a dirty fire hose. It all pops up. Yeah! <laughs> New music coming. I got um. I got the only porn star with bars, volume three. I'm going to put that out in springtime. Yeah. Yup. Yeah, I got some shit. I got some <laughs> shit called, listen, yeah. I got a couple of joints I'm going to introduce to y'all. Y'all going to see them probably, I'm going to work on the cover art tonight. Nice. But I'm, I'm setting up everything for spring and summer. So all this year, y'all just be hearing new music pumping out at least once a month or twice a month. You'll hear me pumping out something new. Yo, it's over. All right, it's over. It's over. Move the mic. Move the mic. Thank you. All right.